Well, hello there, and welcome back to the show that's devoted to underdogs in college football in the NFL. It's Thanksgiving week. In fact, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow, so it's actually technically not just Three Dog Thursday. We're out a little early. It's Three Dog Wednesday uh, for this week and the Thanksgiving holiday. I'm merely the somewhat capable host, TJ Reeves. I will point out right now, eight and one the last five weeks on Three Dog Thursday in college football. How about that? Uh, we've been doing well with the college football. Anyway, you're here to also check out my handicappers. We say hello again to Marcus Johnson back again. He has survived again, getting two <laughs> of his three underdogs last week. Good to have you back, my friend. How are things? Thanks. I'm doing real well. I'm ready for this. Let's go. Yes, we are ready for more underdogs. And look at this. We've got a newbie, Marcus, Corby Craig, who you see on our college basketball coverage, uh, the weekday college basketball show from BetUS at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Corby has decided to take part in Three Dog Thursday. We'll treat you kindly. We won't be too rough on you today. How you feeling, Corby, with Thanksgiving approaching? Yeah, I've already said this. You've set the bar high. I mean, 8-1, yeah. Marcus back two weeks in a row. This is going to be tough, but uh, here I am. Let's do it. Yes, survival betting for the handicappers. If they get at least two, if not three, correct underdogs, they're back on the show, so we appreciate that. By the way, we should mention Flash uh, did get, on last week's show, two of his three correct. He did. He However, did. Flash tiled up. Marcus, uh, he's tied up with the world sport, with World Cup soccer right now, so he's not able to be here. So Flash will be back at a later date. Uh, yeah. But you, you guys were rolling in the NFL. Just a quick comment here. You and I together... Uh, even uh, well, you and I together had the Cardinals on Monday night in Mexico City. But yeah. you and Flash had Carolina. You were yeah. golden there. You were golden with the Cleveland Browns. You were all good last week, Marcus. Yeah. Well, the Browns came back. That that backdoor cover that hit it for me. So phew, I'm back. Yeah, we're good. We're good to have you back on that one. And Carolina and and the Baltimore Ravens, just like that Jets. Patriots game set the NFL back about 40 years to the 70s, 50 <laughs> years awful. to the 70s and the 80s with no offense, but you'll take the cover nonetheless. All right, so here's how things uh, will work coming up. The handicappers are trying to get at least two, if not three underdogs correct in college football and the NFL, some combination thereof, or they can just stick with one of them if that mm -hmm. is the case. The host also participates here. A couple of things that we need to make you aware of. You, yes, you have a chance to get in on Three Dog Thursday and get some merchandise for yourself. You can go to betus.com slash Three Dog Thursday, get a shirt, get a uh, sweatshirt, get a mug, get some of the Three Dog Thursday merch from the merch store. You can also win the merch all you've got to do is just go right down below us in the comments section and predict three underdogs, either college, NFL, some combination. If you are the first one to get all three correct, then you are going to get a chance to go into the merch store. You're a winner and pick out an item that you would like. We had a winner last week. Congratulations to Donald Walker. You were the first one watching the show to get your underdogs yeah, nice. down below us. Nice. So shout out to Donald off the show last week. So again, make your picks down below with us. And by the way, do us a favor. Hit the like button here on BetUS TV. Hit the subscribe button. Be back with us on Thursdays typically, even though it's Wednesday uh, this week. And by the way, we have one more thing for you to be aware of. Speaking of the World Cup and Flash and all the World Cup coverage that's going mm -hmm. on on BetUS, uh, you've got the opportunity to be in the World Cup 2022 bracket contest $50,000 first or $50,000 up for grabs, $25,000 first prize in the BetUS World Cup bracket contest. Mm -hmm. Get in right now. Uh, all the way uh, from uh, first place through 10th place. It's going to pay out money for you to be in the bracket contest. The deadline to enter 
is December the 3rd. Go to BetUS.com. Look for the World Cup Bracket Contest. You'll also see a link down below us in the description of Three Dog Thursday here to get into the World Cup Bracket Contest with the soccer underway. The United States obviously back in the World Cup for the first time in eight years. It's the world sport, etc. And we've got great coverage here as part of BetUS and the Bracket Contest. you got all the way till December 3rd to get in mm-hmm. on the Bracket Contest that's coming up. Guys, are you ready? Are you ready for some underdogs oh, yeah. here on this Thanksgiving week? Yes. Are we good? Big exhales go. there on that. And by the yeah. way, there's going to be a lot on the plate figuratively early on Thanksgiving and on mm. Friday. You're not just going to have to wait for Saturday and Sunday underdogs. In fact, I'm going to begin with a Thanksgiving underdog. A week ago, the Detroit Lions go into New York and beat the Giants mm-hmm. decisively. That is yes. three straight wins now for the Lions. How about that? Including their upset of the Packers back a couple of weeks ago. Now they are getting 10 points at home in the opening game of the Thanksgiving tripleheader. Of course, we know the story with the Bills. Marcus, when we left the air on Three Dog Thursday last week, we didn't know if the game would be played in Buffalo. Turns out six, six (laughs) feet of snow moved the game to Detroit. Buffalo was undaunted. They got the win. Now, you got the cover with the Cleveland Mm -hmm. Browns, but Buffalo got the win. Now we're back in the same setting four days later for the Bills. Lions at home. And, and Marcus, I like the 10 points here with the Detroit Lions. And I yep. think there's some agreement from you with me on the Detroit Lions here. Tell me more. What do you think? 100%. We totally agree on this game. Last week I gave out the stat of the three, the underdogs of three-plus points against, eight, against the spread. And we're getting it again. We're getting it again with the Bills. I think the Bills are getting all these points because people are – I mean, Vegas is still thinking that the Bills are that good. I think the Lions – are a formidable team that will put up points and keep it close. They put up 31 against a Giants team that's pretty solid on defense, and I think they can do the same thing against the Bills. Yeah, and you look at how their defense has played in key situations. They got a couple of big picks of Daniel Jones last Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, Buffalo, one of the favored teams to be in the Super Bowl, but this is a tough ask. They came all the way back home on Sunday night to Buffalo, not a tremendous distance by plane ride. But to then turn around on Wednesday and come right back to the same spot to play Detroit, Marcus and I say Lions gobble-gobble on Thanksgiving Day here. Uh, Dan Campbell has got that team playing better. Let's see if they hang in there, if not win this game for Thanksgiving Day. Marcus and I both on them. All right, Corby, here we go. Rookie pick on Three Dog Thursday, and it's going to be a college underdog for you. You are going to a Friday game. In fact, you've got Friday games all over the place uh, here for Black Friday. What stands out about Tulane and Cincinnati, an American Conference game, Tulane at Cincinnati getting the two, obviously, as the underdog. What stands out? What do you like here on Three Dog Thursday, please? Yeah, so you go on Thanksgiving Day. I go the day after. Cincinnati at home. They've been eating good. Thanksgiving, they're going to come in slumped <laughs> out. Uh, Tulane on the road. They're used to this. I think that Fritz, the, the coach for um, Tulane, needs uh, the biggest round of applause. This team last year lived out of a hotel with um, in, like with all the issues going on with hurricanes. Went 2-10 and ten last year. Come back this year to the top of their conference. This will put them in first if they get a win here. Also, we don't know who's going to be quarterback for Cincinnati. Ben Bryant has been day-to-day, and I'm hearing most likely he's not playing. Tulane has right. looked really good, um, and I just think that – this is a spot Tulane gets it done and, and finishes off this story that they have painted for the last year and a half. 
They are 9-2, and two, to your point. They demolished SMU last week. Now they get points on the road, a short underdog here in the American Conference. And who's going to end up in the American Conference championship game next week? Could Tulane be one of those teams with an upset win at Cincinnati? Corby Craig says ride the green mm-hmm. wave on Black Friday in an early game here for Three Dog Thursday. Again, we go three rounds in order. Again, Marcus is on the Lions with me for yes. his first yes. of three underdogs uh, here. In honor of Barry Sanders and Turkey Legs, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> All right, we continue. Round two on Three Dog Thursday, guys, and I'm going to go to college football in this instance and another Friday another Black Friday underdog now Marcus I could be looking at big time programs like Texas or Michigan or USC or Florida or Ohio State or Georgia or Alabama no no let's go to the MAC let's go to the MAC where the Eastern Michigan Eagles are an underdog at home with the Central Michigan Chippewas Corby Craig give me five bonus points on Three Dog Thursday for knowing nicknames (laughs) in the MAC conference Corby are you feeling me are you feeling me on that eastern michigan kids and three dog thursday audience has been an Mm. underdog four times recently guess how many covers all four as an underdog Mm. they've been a cover machine three outright wins including one of them at home as a home underdog get what's complicated about this give me eastern michigan to win the game outright I'll gladly grab those two points like an extra helping of stuffing on Thanksgiving Day. Eastern Michigan in the MAC, plus two on Friday, day after Thanksgiving. I'll take them as underdog number one in round number two here for Three Dog Thursday purposes. Corby Craig, we are back to you. You're sticking with college. You're sticking with a Friday underdog. Tell me what you like in the Mountain West here about Utah State getting a bunch of points at Boise State. What do you like here? Yeah, so first off, I could be wrong, but I believe that they're getting 17 points, not 13 and a half. That's correct, 17. Okay, so Utah State, 17 at Boise. Again, (laughs) obviously, I don't know about the uh, idea behind the old uh, day after Thanksgiving playing the the, uh, away team because the home team got too comfortable. Obviously, that's not this. um, But I think that Boise is just getting too much love. This is a team who just lost their coach and starting quarterback halfway through the year. Mm. And though that was a spark, I, I agree their coach was not very good and Hank Bachmeyer is not a good quarterback. They upgraded by doing that. This is still just too much. This is a Boise State team who is a 17-point favorite versus New Mexico. Uh, Utah State is getting a lot of hate because they've had injuries all year. I remember in the Colorado State game, Utah State was starting a fourth-string walk-on quarterback. So if you look at their <laughs> if you look at their metrics, yes, they they are bad, but they're also heavily depleted and and they're starting to get healthy. Uh, I think this is just too many points here. And uh, a week ago, Marcus was here. I said Mm. Wyoming Cowboys against this Boise State team, and Wyoming hung in. Wyoming had the lead. I know Boise State Mm. won it with a touchdown in the fourth quarter, but I got the cover getting 14. Now, it's interesting. This is on the blue turf in Boise, but they are still giving out a boatload of points here, and Corby Craig says Utah State Aggies to at least keep it close on a Friday. Could be bad weather again in Boise here later in the week. We will see if that's the case. All right, round two Mm. will conclude with Marcus Johnson. Where are you headed in the NFL? Are you staying on Thanksgiving Day, Marcus? I am. I am. You know, I'm going to eat a big meal on Thanksgiving, and I want to watch a lot of football, so let's go. Um, This is a NFC East division rivalry with both teams vying for a playoff spot, basically the wild card spot, because we know the Eagles are going to win that division, like I said before. Um, This is also... 
the line is also set this way because of what happened last week, right? The Giants got blown out at home, and the Cowboys blew out the Vikings on the road. Like, Vegas is, is basically, they're, they're, they're baiting us. They're baiting us to go for the Cowboys. They're, it's on Thanksgiving. They think that the, play, the public's going to want to get out there, put some money out there on the Cowboys, and I'm not going for it. I'm going for the Giants, plus 10. Give me the points. We are sitting here days after what happened in Minnesota. Do right. we have an explanation for 40 to 3? I mean, it's one thing <laughs> if the Vikings lost, but it's not it's like the Cowboys not only ran over them with the 18 wheeler Marcus, they right. backed the 18 wheeler back over them a second time. 100. That was uh that was as dominant as anything we've seen this season. That's fair, right? 100%. Now it's 4 day it now it's 4 days later. Is, is Dallas maybe a little cocky, maybe a little overconfident here with how well they played and how easy that win was in Minnesota? I, I think I sense that you feel that way. I don't know if I feel like that, that they're too cocky or anything like that, but it's a short week, and it's a holiday. You know, they're going to come back tired. You know, they put up a lot of points. They were on the field for a long time, especially on offense. So I don't know if they're going to be able to perform the way that they did, and I think the Giants are going to be able to keep it close. And the Giants cannot turn the ball over. We mentioned that earlier against the uh, the Lions at home. Daniel Jones uh, had a couple of crucial interceptions that mm-hmm. hurt them. They can't go in there yeah. turning it over. Marcus believes, though, in the blue, in the big blue mm-hmm. uh, there of New mm-hmm. York. Can they at least keep it close on the late yeah. game in the afternoon in Thanksgiving uh, in Big D? We will find out on uh, Three Dog Thursday, Marcus mm-hmm. believing in the New York Giants. All right, one round to go here on Three Dog Thursday. I'm going to go to a matchup that they they used to call this the Civil War. And now in these politically correct times, we can't call it the Civil War. (laughs) It's the don't call it the Civil War game between Oregon State and Oregon that they've been playing for 100 years. Uh, Rivalry game. Oregon State's actually had a good season. Mm -hmm. Oregon at the very end of the year is trying. They've had a great season. They're trying to make the Pac-12 title game. They have to win here. Otherwise, if Oregon loses, they got to have a whole bunch of other help to get in the Pac-12 title game. USC is already there. I believe Oregon State will mess this up for the Oregon Ducks. In fact, two years ago, Oregon rolled in in the pandemic crazy season as a number nine ranked team, and Oregon State beat them then. I know that's two years ago. Now we come back around to the game in Corvallis Saturday afternoon. I, Oregon State has been an underdog only twice this year. They have covered in both games with Washington and with USC. It was a narrow loss in both. I'm going to go Beavers here to win this game outright over the Ducks and ruin mm. their plans to be in the Pac-12 title game. I, I will gladly take the three points because I'm taking the Oregon State outright upset Saturday <laughs> afternoon, Thanksgiving weekend. Corby, I know you got an underdog coming up. you got a quick thought on my Pac-12 doggy there. Are you feeling a little Beavers uh, here in the rivalry <laughs> game with Oregon real quick? Any thought? Yeah, my uh, Bo Nix Heisman future doesn't like you too much. <laughs> <laughs> Nix has been hobbled by the bad ankle as well, uh, even though they were able to pull out uh, a big win uh, last game. Again, Pac-12 title game hopes on the line for them uh, in this one. All right, so I like Oregon State. Let's move on to another underdog, mm-hmm. and this is backing up to Friday, Black Friday again. Corby Craig, what do you like for Black Friday? Are you going Big Ten here in a Big Ten doggy? Oh, yeah. So Thursday, you get all the fun. You get the NFL. You get some college. You get nice food. Friday, you just need to relax. You don't want to watch too mm-hmm. crazy of a game. My, may I bring you the Iowa-Nebraska game. Total <laughs> sits 38 and a half. You're talking about one of the most boring offenses I've ever watched in my life. And the question wow. just simply comes, 
can Iowa score 11 points? Uh, Nebraska plus 11. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if Iowa can score two touchdowns. But seriously, they're 116th in the nation in points a game. They score 18 and a half <sighs> points in a game. And now you're like, if Nebraska scores seven points. Can I tell on, you, if I had to wager $100 on what Iowa was averaging, I wouldn't have thought it was 18 no, points. me neither. That's more than I thought they were averaging. Right. That's pretty amazing. That's that's kind of bailed out with a, a Rutgers game. They kind of beat up on Northwestern. Like 18 and a half is, is a number that probably doesn't show their game no. tone. But uh, Nebraska's bad, don't get me wrong. But talent schemes, like you're, this is a team also who lost their coach. They've, they've had a completely different dynamic over the last couple of weeks. They played Wisconsin to a one-point game. This isn't an awful Nebraska team, I wouldn't say. Uh, this is more just the idea that if you're getting double digits versus an Iowa team who can't score, uh, in most cases, I feel like you, or at least are going to be coming down to the, down to the wire. Right. Well, and Marcus knows this. Two weeks ago, I took the <laughs> Hawkeyes at home on Three Dog Thursday yeah. against an interim coach, uh, in that instance, for Wisconsin. Again, last week against Minnesota, the Gophers had every opportunity to put that game away and keep their hopes alive for the Big Ten uh, championship game, and they couldn't do it. They threw an interception in the red zone. They mm. fumbled also on another drive trying to get the win. Iowa eventually got the win on an interception and then a touchdown. Iowa only has to win this game, and Kirk Ferentz, Marcus, is in the Big Ten title game. Now, they're likely going to get destroyed by either Ohio State or Michigan, but if they win this game against Nebraska, they're in. Corby just thinks it's going to stay close enough, that that Iowa can get seven or ten points and stay close enough in this football game. Correct, Corby? That's all you're looking for. Give me 10 yeah. points. Give me 10 points or more, and you're golden, right, with the Hawkeyes? Even give me 17-10. 17-10 you will take for yeah. Three Dog Thursday purposes. Again, that's a Friday game. Iowa, again, controls their own destiny to get in the Big Ten title game if they win this with Nebraska. They can still get in with other help if they lose, but they can do very well if they just simply win the matchup with Nebraska. But Corby says keep it close, Nebraska, in this instance because Iowa can't score. All right, one final underdog in the NFL. It belongs to Marcus, the Mm. final underdog of round three on Three Dog Thursday. What do you like? Do I see you going a little uh, on the bayou, a little Cajun, a little go Saints here and go west against the 49ers? What do you think? The Saints aren't any good, uh, but they played well against the Rams. And I just think that the 49ers, despite what we saw on Monday, I think that the Saints are going to be able to keep this close because they did put up some points against the Rams. The 49ers don't throw the ball very much. They're not very potent. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo did throw four touchdowns, but that's not what they normally like to do. They're not a high, you know, high efficiency throwing the ball deep, uh, big splash plays. They're not doing that. I think the Saints can keep it close. I think they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit. The 49ers will obviously be running the ball, so they're going to be trying to keep it close, running down the clock. So the Saints will be able to keep this game close, and I think they can cover that too. That's 10 points. Give me your double-digit points. Give me the 10 points. Give me the 10 points. You've been living off the double-digit underdogs here on Three Dog (laughs) Thursday for the last couple of weeks. And you and I had the Cardinals in the Monday night game in Mexico City uh, on Three Dog Thursday for last week. And the Cardinals looked like they did not care and did not want to try, especially in the fourth quarter of that game. So it doesn't bode well for them. The Saints at least played hard last week and beat the Rams, obviously. So I don't think it's an effort question with them. Mm -hmm. And you believe they can just hang around, run it some with Kamara. Again, kind of the same thing as the Giants on Thanksgiving. Do not Mm -hmm. go out to San Francisco, right, Marcus, and turn the ball over. You turn the ball over, this is likely going to be a runaway. 
Right. But if they play clean, if they don't turn it over, they can yeah. probably hang in. You believe that? Yeah. So I think what we saw in, on Monday night was an aberration. I don't think the 49ers offense is that good. It's just like you said, the, the Cardinals are a broken team. No Kyler Murray. They had, they had Colt McCoy in there. It's just not something that's going to be conducive to a, a high-scoring game here with the Saints and the 49ers. And I think the Saints will be able to keep it close. I mean, it's just double-digit points. Give me 10 points. That's a lot of points in the NFL. It's big. Yes, it is. We've been riding those 10-point underdogs a lot this season. Okay, yeah. there we go. That completes round number three. And so let's get back to what we are doing officially. You will see all three rounds here from the handicappers and for me on Three Dog Thursday, including some Thursday NFL where Marcus and I agree on the Lions. Marcus also has the Giants on Thanksgiving Day as well against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Corby is loaded up. All three of your games are on Friday uh, with the underdogs, Tulane, Utah State, and Nebraska, all road underdogs too, by the way, uh, on those. Uh, I will go to a Saturday game with Oregon State there, and Marcus again finishes up with the New Orleans Saints, also an Eastern Michigan underdog. Again, four straight underdog covers for them. Let's see if they cover for a fifth time in the MAC. All right, so we stayed away again from Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan getting like a touchdown, mm. seven, seven and a half. I don't know about that game. I, I looked long at Notre Dame against USC, but I just believe, Corby, I see you mm. nodding. I believe in USC. As much as I've backed yeah. Notre Dame a couple of times on this show successfully, I don't believe in them in the Coliseum, Corby. Quick comment against USC. I think USC is pointing towards any faint hope of the college football playoff here. Again, a reference to a Heisman future. I took Caleb Williams 10-1 to preseason, so I'm hoping USC somehow goes as far as they can. I feel like that is a pretty good spot. I think hey, he's the favorite with, now at this point. With Hooker Hurt, I was about to say, yeah. if he has a huge game, Marcus, what do you think? If Caleb Williams has a huge game against mm -hmm. Notre Dame with a massive TV audience, I think he becomes the Heisman frontrunner. Going into the yeah. championship. Marcus, you agree with that? Going yeah, into the championship with, Saturday next week. Yeah, with the injury to Hooker, I mean, that's obvious right there. I mean, they're just going to go next man up. Who Next man who's, who's producing, they're just going to go next man up. And Caleb Williams might be that guy. We mm -hmm. will find out. So there's a little college football. We've got some NFL. I'm headed to Cleveland, by the way, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are a road favorite at Cleveland off the bye week. We'll see if my Buccaneers can continue their short little two-game win streak after a win in Germany. We'll find out what happens. Guys, good luck with the underdogs. Well Thank done. You. Marcus, Thank you. if you are back next week, <laughs> that means three successful underdog weeks for Marcus if he's back again. Good luck, my friend. Thank you. I will be back next week. We'll be seeing He's each other. right now. Craig <laughs> will keep track of you on the college basketball coverage on the BetUS College Basketball Show. I hope you're back next week on Three yeah. Dog Thursday because that means at least two of your doggies came home on this show out of the college football that you have. Corby, thank you, brother. Yes, sir. And my thanks also to Kevin, Alejandro, and everybody at BetUS. Great job. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll be back on the normal day Thursday next week. We got the Thanksgiving holiday. We weren't going to be without underdogs. Enjoy the turkey. Enjoy the ham, the sides, yeah. the desserts. And enjoy the underdogs from Three Dog Thursday. Let's go.